Hi, everyone. Welcome to the NFT Outer Space podcast. We are a group of three NFT creators with a mission to spread the word about NFTs and educate the community about all crypto art subjects. We aim to host a place where we highlight and uplift the work of amazing people in the space. These chats happen live via Twitter spaces. We record them and we convert them into this podcast to the benefit of anyone who wants to refer to the content at a later time. We hope you enjoy the conversation and have as much fun as we do. And tune in for more podcasts from our Outer Space series. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al podcast de NFT Outer Space. Somos un grupo de tres creadores de NFT con la misión de educar a la comunidad de manera orgánica sobre todos los temas relacionados con criptoarte. Nuestro objetivo es crear un lugar donde resaltamos y elevamos el trabajo de personas increíbles en el espacio. Estos chats ocurren en vivo a través de Twitter Spaces. Los grabamos y los convertimos en este podcast para beneficio de quien quiera referirse al contenido posteriormente. Esperamos que disfruten de la conversación y se diviertan tanto como nosotros y sintonicen más episodios de nuestra serie NFT Outer Space. Again, hello everyone. Jimena Buenavida here. I'm an abstract artist and together with my beautiful friends, Diana and Danielle, photographers in the NFT space. Uh, and Diana located in Canada and Danielle located in Cartagena, Colombia. Together we have these conversations with amazing artists, people, um, Web3 believers in the NFT space. And today we have our amazing, amazing artist, 3D expert, mother, and teacher, and many other hats. And her name is Anna Natter. And I will read a quick bio for her. And so Anna started uh, to study art when she was 14 years old. And she is a classical trained art teacher. She is from Hungary and she's also lived in the Netherlands, Czech Republic. And she's now located in Germany. Anna is a mother of twins who soon will turn eight years old. And her NFT journey, journey started about a year ago. Uh, she started on a platform called Foundation and then discovered Tessus and Hen. Hen was her most used platform and is where I connected with her. And not so long ago, she started using non-origin and she's also minted work on OpenSea. Um, she does have uh, quite a few projects going on and is my um, goal and my intention that she uses the space today to really shine her, um, her work, her projects, and also who she is as a human, as a mother, as an artist, so that more of us get to learn from her wisdom, her experience, and connect with her. So, Anna, Good morning, good evening, uh, good afternoon, whatever it is on this uh, on your side of the woods. I hope you are well. Thank you so much for being here, and I love for you to start start with a quick intro uh, of yourself, and uh, then we can continue kind of organically with the questions. Thank you so much, guys. First of all, I would like to really thank you for inviting me for uh, for this space today. Um, I'm not really 
I don't really that I like to talk about like my myself myself, but uh, I will like uh, try my best today. Uh, I'm doing a lot of things actually uh, in in the NFT space uh, as well, and also in out like outside of the NS, NFT uh, space. For example, like coaching people in 3D, and um, I'm also a community manager, um, and I'm doing a bunch of bunch of things really, and. Um, my passion started like four years ago with 3D design when I started to use Adobe Dimension and that was the that was kind of like a life life changing uh, moment for me when I discovered that, that app and um, uh, fast forward two years two years later I actually designed a, a splash screen for the software so the the app was running with my with my splash screen for a whole year and that was like you know, a crazy experience. That every day I opened it and that was my picture, you know. Like <laughs> so nobody can, uh, um, the, nobody can prepare you for that. Uh, that it, it's it's amazing actually. And that was kind of like a highlight. And uh, in twenty twenty, I've been invited to speak at the Adobe Max about my three D design uh, story and what I'm doing with the the community. So I have a Facebook group where I um, where we have like almost three thousand people and. Um, Basically, it's an incredible community where um, people can post like their questions, and we try to help them in in this specific field of uh, design. Because three D, when when two D designers start to create in three D, it's very um, it's it's completely new for them, and there are a lot of things that they don't really know about. So yeah, these are the things that I've been doing in the last uh, last couple of days. But uh, the biggest motor of this hosting was basically that I started to use the 3D tools of um, the Creative Cloud and um, it continued with the like uh, Substance uh, 3D Stager um, that was released in this summer. So yeah, this is my passion, passion project basically. It's amazing and I know we're kind of jumping right into kind of all the NFTs and everything, but what I'd like to do in these spaces is kind of frame a little bit of the background of the Anna uh, before kind of all the technicalities and the busyness, right? Um, and I love, love kind of just to take a deep breath, uh, you know, from a busy, busy day, busy, busy lives that we all kind of run. <laughs> And just ask about you and your childhood and what was that like and if there was something or, or some moments or some people there that um, inspired you to, to become this designer, this artist, uh, this very driven uh, human that you are. So if you could share just a little bit of kind of that background, uh, your childhood uh, you know, the different countries you lived in and highlight a little bit of that. I think that would be super great. Um, yeah, of course. Um, basically, I grew up in a family of artists, you can say, because my, my father was very active in the art scene of my hometown. So I come from a, a town where like 100,000 people live, but there was a very sparkling, sparkling uh, art uh, scene when I was a kid a lot of exhibitions there was a lot of like avant-garde stuff going on and my father was actively organizing exhibitions and he's a concept 
he's like yeah it's like he's like a traditional type of concept artist he creates mu- he created uh, musical instruments but like this very weird <laughs> weird musical instruments so um and uh, kind of like um i was always pushed to this direction from very early age but like they, they don't like really push me but like i had a very strong drive to create stuff from and my my dad always like appreciated everything that i was drawing and yeah that was kind of natural that uh, they enrolled me in arts art school and because that was my um that was that was what i really liked to do and i was kind of better at it than other things so yeah that's um and my mother is um she's a very creative person as well she's doing like felt jewelry and bead um bead jewelry and all kind of things paper traditional paper making and yeah so that is my family and um i also have a sister who lives in london at the moment and she she studies ceramics so like i had a lot of um, insight into a lot of creative fields from early, very early on and um yeah basically after high school i went to the uni- went to university and I, i've been studying arts and visual communication so basically i i've been doing this all my life it's very strange to say that but yeah <laughs> i just realized that yeah so uh, the traveling started with my uh, with my husband because my husband is dutch and we met in hungary and after that we moved to the netherlands for a while and then uh, because of his work we we were living this expat life and we then we lived five years in the czech republic already with the children and now we are in germany so this is the but i think we will stay here because we really like it like it here so germany is a very nice country to live um so yeah so long story short yeah there would be like a lot of things to to, to tell about my childhood but that's a brief <laughs> brief story it's so amazing and uh it just uh I think it's a blessing when when you know people grow up with um with kind of the embracing of their creativity right I I like I guess like necessarily wasn't uh with or grew up with parents that like went around the creative arts uh and so the experience for me was much more different in how I landed here today And so anyways, I just find it always, uh, you know, just very appealing, interesting. And in a way, like, it's always very inspiring for me as a mother uh, to hear how others' parents were also an inspiration for their own journey. Um, And so that is amazing. And uh, before I let Danielle and Diana go with their questions, because I know they're eager uh, to to ask a lot of things from you, I'd love to know about motherhood. You have twins. Ooh, yeah, that is uh, that is very interesting. <laughs> and and your kiddos are young, you know. And yeah. I do believe that there isn't really an easier quote unquote time when it comes to being a mother. I think just life changes and challenges change, and so it's always kind of like never a dull moment, I guess. And so, how is being a mother? And uh, yeah, kind of running your own business and, um, oh, you yeah. know, just learning all these things and training people and managing social media. And yeah, how is that? Uh, people always tell this to me, like, I don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I'm doing this. It's like, uh, 
I don't really watch TV and I don't really do anything else. You know? So like um, sometimes I'm watching that I like on the side, you know, so like I watch Netflix on the side, but I'm never like fully relaxing or like doing anything like that. I know it's not a good thing. Um, I think that should be like my next year resolution that I actually would like to start to take time off and do something completely useless because I think that is my main problem that I hate to waste my time on things that are like um, like not good for for anything. It's just I get bored very very quickly, so I always try to you know like when I even watch something, my my mind is already on the next thing. Oh yeah, oh I saw that really cool filter. I don't know in Photoshop camera. Oh yeah, I want to go back and try it, and like, and and I'm, I already lost the the half of the movie. Yeah? So kind of that's why I'm not really watching anything. <laughs> um, and um, the children are in school basically all day long, so now it's easy. But when they they were born, um, for two and a half years, I was a stay-at-home mom doing nothing. So I was only focusing on the children, and I was super lucky because actually in Hungary we have. Uh, if you have twins in Hungary, you get money from the government for seven years. So it's like not that much, you know, so uh, uh, you get kind of like 80% of your salary for two and three years, three years. And then after that, they give you like less and less and less um, money. But basically you get something for like seven years, which is like unreal. So if I mention this to anybody, for example, in the Netherlands, where they have like eight weeks or I, or I don't know how many like like really like a joke amount of maternity leave and in the, I think in the US there is nothing like this so that was kind of a that, that was a really amazing uh, experience that I could focus on the children without issue like without financial issues and um, after that um yeah, I kind of, I was working in the television before the children were born. So in Hungary, I was working for a TV in the news graphic team. And I was doing uh, 3D animation and 3D stuff in a very limited software, which is called Vizarty. And they only use it like for televisions. And uh, for example, the BBC and like these big TV channels use this. It's a, it's a whole system, not just the software. And uh, I've been working with that stuff for like nine, nine years. That was my first first uh, first job <laughs> but uh, i really enjoyed working for tv and it was it was really a unique experience you know like doing live live shows and then the daily news every day we had to sit there and you know control the street like the studio the studio in there and this blue box so after that the kids are born and i stopped working for the tv but i did not start my own business yet so that was there was a gap so for two two and a half years i did not do anything um and after that when we lived in the in the Netherlands, I created my first um, freelancer kind of like business. We can call it it was a business, but it was basically all my old colleagues and everybody else knew me from the time I was at the TV. They started to like uh, order a lot of things from me, and I've been doing motion graphics for like video clips and like all kind of things like that at the beginning before I discovered three D. And it's very strange because. After a while, like 3D pushed out everything of my that was on my plate as a designer, but because I realized that I'm, I find it boring that I have to work two months on something like on animated anything, and it's like oh my god, I I realized that I don't want to do that. I want something else which is more creative and a little bit more um, fast paced and something that is closer to my my heart actually, and that was 3D all the time.
And um, yeah, that is that is with the children, they are super interested in everything. So I have to tell you that um, they even like to do the VR stuff. Sometimes they just beg me that, Mama, please, can I put the VR headset? And it's like, oh, okay. They can put it on for like five minutes, but that's the max, max, you know, I set up everything on the computer for them. And they just sit in the chair and they're just drawing these little crazy shapes in 3D and they are obsessed with it. I'm I'm and... laughing. I'm laughing here so much. Sorry to interrupt. Because <laughs> mine, my kids are three and five. Uh, so, you know, just a little younger than yours. And I'm like all the time just doing something on on Procreate, which is my kind of my software preference. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, Mom, can we do a collaboration? Mom, can you please clear, create just a folder for me? Like they actually <laughs> now know kind of like that, even like the, the verbiage or like the ways, you know. And so I I so feel you in terms of like, OK, are you done, Mom? It's our turn. Can we collaborate? Wow. Like, you know, so it's it's so funny, but not. <laughs> it's also like you're like, oh, I just want to get this done. Uh, but I think it's also, you know, I think like in, in, in perspective, in a couple of years, I'm going to look back to these times and I'm just going to be so grateful that, you know, that they're seeing us like doing what we love to do. And so I'm just grateful for these moments uh, as also uh, get a little bit like crazy too. Um, but I absolutely love, uh, you know, just uh, the, the experience that you're sharing. And um, yeah, I, if you want to say a closing kind of thought on that, because I see Danny with his hand raised too. Uh, yeah, closing so for me. Um, basically, I'm planning on raising the next generation of 3D designers. <laughs> in my house <laughs> no I literally teach them everything you know like they like to play in the forger app and you know like that's like kind of like 3d modeling like 3d sculpting like like the baby version of zbrush and they just uh, they just love to play with that stuff and they always ask for it mama can I can I be on your ipad and yeah sure you can and they like uh, they like to paint in adobe fresco so like literally my children are using the creative cloud I'm not joking um and also um for example, like two days ago, they saw me pushing stuff around in in, a, in Stager and they wanted to try it. And I recorded them on video because uh, it was my YouTube setup. And, you know, <laughs> this NVIDIA cut you out and everything and put you on the screen. And, and they were like, they literally look like they are streaming. And that was crazy. They, we had so much fun. So that's all about my children. <laughs> Anna, I uh, haven't met you before, actually, when, when Jimena... Uh, announced uh, that you were going to be in the show. I went to your website and tried to look everything that you have, and I'm just trying to hold my head here. But also, I'm trying to share something on the pin on the pin tweet here, <laughs> but I cannot decide. So please, while I ask you this question, share with us anything that you want to share with us and, and to the audience also. Uh, and the thing is, I was again, I was trying to 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 share some of your artwork but i can't decide because your 3d art is amazing but then i see your gun art which is also incredible and and i do have a question here now that we get into your art and your expression and it is um when you are when you are designing on 3d art you have full control it is your outcome 
decided, absolutely decided, because it is your vision. It is uh, how you draw a line or, or sculpt uh, a figure, right? But you have generative art. And for someone who's normally controlling the output of, of its piece, of its production, I can, I, can, I can imagine sometimes it's frustrating to not have control over it completely. But I see your, your, your Gan art and it has a deliberately uh, palette, defined palette. Uh, the art is incredible. You are creating a full new planet, which I mean is the concept of the of this uh, generative art, and it's incredible. And I congratulate you. And I'm really happy okay. to have you to have you here today. And and again, the reason I couldn't share anything is because I can't decide between such amazing pieces. So, how did you how do you first crash into generative art? How do you collide with it? And how do you manage that between having on 3D and, and the, the tools that you use, the programs that you use, having full control, and then producing these that we are seeing here, or, or that, that, again, I would love to for, for people to see it because uh, it's amazing. So how do you control that output and, and how do you feel uh, not having that much control as you have on your one-to-one -one pieces? Uh, okay, so you guys, if you want to see my uh, my stuff and all the things that I'm doing, there is a link, link three, link in my profile on Twitter. So you can find all the links and my website and all the pages where I have NFTs and all kind of stuff in, in my link tree. So if you're curious and you just don't want to wait <laughs> for any links or anything. Um, so, oh yeah, it's, um, how can I say that? Steady is um, a little bit slower from the creation point of view. So like the, the process is the following. Um, I go to the shower, I take a shower and get an idea <laughs> that, oh, I want to create this crazy picture. <laughs> and then I sit at the computer and I find all the models. I, you know, you start to create the models. You, I don't know. If you want to put humans in there, you know, you pose them, you put the clothing on, texture it, you know, you, you start to build the whole scene. If you want to put like buildings, all of each building, you know. So that is kind of like a, like multiple days sometimes uh, to, to, to put the piece together. But like, I always have a vision first, you know, what, what I want to do. And um, the generative art is different because that is created from words. So I've been like literally testing it for like two months until I landed on something that I really liked. And I thought that, Ooh, okay, this is something that I'm, I'm going to go with because it's really expressing how... Um, how I like things <laughs> to be, to look, that you know, the look and feel of the of this whole generative art, and I just um, I just stick to it, and I, I I do the same same things. That's why it's, it looks cohesive. Um, I think about it kind of like um, like like poem that turns into an artwork. So literally, like you, it, it's from your input. So it's not like completely. It's not like you just push a random button and something comes out. So like there is an input and it, that is where um, I see that as kind of like a justified art thing. <laughs> and then comes the curation part because not everything that you create are going to end up uh, displayed anywhere. So it's kind of like content curation, how which pieces you decide to display. Because there's a lot of 
like left leftovers you know so it's like you don't don't show everything that you create um in in gun gun for example but i have to tell you that i i absolutely enjoy this uh freedom that gun gives for example and and what is interesting that all the pictures that came out of this generative stuff um are kind of coming back in my cd pieces so yeah it, it's like um very interesting fluid fluid thing that that's has an effect on my CD art as well. That's and that's all about generative art. It is it is amazing. Uh, but you still manage a concept, uh, and, and maybe you can tell us about Exoplanet, the full concept. Because I'm I'm jumping, I'm hoping between uh, platforms and marketplaces, and you can see the same concept either you're in Tesos or uh, Ethereum platforms, and the concept behind that Exoplanet is amazing. So tell us about that vision. Uh, okay, so Exoplanet um, started with this uh, weird little aliens that I started to create. Um, I always like to like put weird things together that are absolutely not matching, and somehow I landed uh, on this this pink planet uh, in my generations. Um, and basically, in my head, all of these things came together as things that are happening on a on an exoplanet, like outside of our solar system somewhere. So like it's a, it's like an imaginary world, basically. And all of these cities and buildings and these characters and stories and, and everything, like in my head, it's all happening on the same, in the, uh, on the same place. So that's, that's the story, story of the uh, exoplanet. And that's why everything is uh, this pinkish. Yeah, basically that's all. <laughs> That's right. I was, I, was, I was sharing it here. I was sharing it also here uh, for people to go and see directly of what we're speaking of. Um, and then, and then, but but then you can also you can also use you're very versatile in the use of tools. So, which are the main tools that you have incorporated in your work uh, that help you as an artist, as a creator, and uh, yeah, that let us see this amazing art that you have. For my 3D, 3D projects, I use um, a lot of apps, basically. Um, but I render my stuff in Substance 3D Stager because that is like, a, yeah, it's like Adobe Dimension, but like so much better. So Dimension is not, um, it's actually still in the Creative Cloud, but like, um, yeah, Stager is the new, um, new 3D app that is... Uh, compatible with like substance painter and like the whole package so yeah i use um, all the substance suite uh, apps and blender and sometimes cinema 4d when when i'm in the mood for that and uh, what else is there yeah i I also know like zbrush but i don't like actively i don't uh, actively use it in my projects um the next uh, next thing that I, I want to learn is um, Unreal Engine, but I know it's like an long shot, but it's going to be like next year's next year's project. Um, yeah, basically that's it. I I like and other things that every three D artist is using, like Des Studio, for example, for the characters and um, a lot of models from Adobe Stock, for example. That 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 is something that uh, may, might be unique. 
And I actually love the generative 3D models. So like I also use a lot of like modi- like these modifiers and everything that is not that creates like strange surfaces or or something. So I I've been always fascinated by these kind of things to be honest. I'm like so incredibly inspired, but also really overwhelmed <laughs> because I'm like what ZBrush? What? What are all these tools? Um, Blender and you know I I've always thought that my my work would be really cool in 3D, um, but I have never put the time in. And when we spoke months and months ago, Anna, which feels like years ago, like I remember you directing me to like a YouTube channel, right, that, that you have, uh, maybe not for Blender at the time because I didn't want to really spend any money on, on buying licenses and things like that. Um, but anyways, my question, it's in regard to kind of beginners, right? So anyone that's listening in here that is wanting to try 3D but is hesitant because it seems, for just from my perspective, super intimidating, what are maybe some starting points, some tips that you could share? Um, yeah, that will be kind of my question. Haha, <laughs> that is my favorite hobby to drag random 2D artists into the 3D world. So here is, a, I can see Angelo in the audience, for example. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, I that is what I'm doing in my Facebook group. I like a uh, um, lot of people who start to, you know, they land in the creative cloud, 3D apps, and, you know, they, they try to do something with it, but they get stuck at some point because they don't understand, for example, the layers of the materials and what they can do and, you know, how to achieve a certain type of transparency or whatever. Um, yeah, we we have different platforms. So if anybody who is listening to this and needs some information about how to get started in 3D, just send me a message on Twitter or Instagram or wherever, and I can maybe direct you to places where you can, we can you can do that. And um, basically, in a substance in this stage, it's super easy to de- do 3D. So, for example, Jimena, this is a call for you. If you want to do a collab with me, let's do it. Oh, because I'm done. Totally... I, I'm not even DMing. <laughs> I'm already saying yes, yes, I'm done, I'm in. Okay, now we are going to do that. So, okay, for example, your, your artworks, we could totally uh, turn into CD uh, with, a, with a little twist. So, I think we can, we can absolutely give it a try, especially, for example, in the new Adobe Illustrator, you can create 3D models. And then you can put them in, in stages, for example, to render. And um, without using, like, words like UV maps or anything, but, like, it's totally working perfectly fine and I, I if you go if you go to my website there is a page about um, a new project that I will have next year it's um, a PRP project they call them but I don't like to really use this uh, on it anyway so these are little characters and it's called Geomville I don't know maybe Daniel can put it in the what is this uh, this little text uh, box do, do you have did you have a Twitter or a tweet a post with that um, yeah, I think I have it, but, um, I have to look, look it up. I don't have, look, uh, don't look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's talk, right. you it's talk okay. about it. Cause it's actually perfect. Cause I was oh, going to just, my profile. perfect. I was going to ask about 
just exactly that project because mm -hmm. I know it's one that you mentioned, but I'm also, uh, for anyone listening, actually, if you go to Anna's, um, or to actually, if you go to Instagram and type G-O-M-Ville, G-O-M as in Mary, Ville, you'll see these incredible amount of cute little toys, 3D characters. There is also fashion there. I see, uh, you know, purses and pants and I'm, I, I love for you to talk about it. I love for you to maybe start with um, what was the inspiration behind this project and, and yeah, and then anything else that you want us to know about it. Yeah, so this project started like uh, a platform approached me, an upcoming platform that is called Dropy, dropy.io. Now I can talk about it because they are um, they are in like kind of beta already. And um, they wanted to have a, like a 3D character, but something just did not work out. And I, and I just pushed the project like weeks and weeks and like, oh, no, nothing is coming to my mind. And then... All of a sudden, these little figures came to my mind, you know, like these geometric shapes turned into um, designer toys. And that was my idea that, oh, my God, I want to create my own designer toys. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe we can turn this into this NFT project. So it was a very strange, uh, strange coincidence. I did not really sit down and I was thinking about, oh, let's make this peep. PF, PFP project, is it called? <laughs> anyway, so it was not the intention that, who let's create like a thousand NFTs, what doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I always like to have my um, my designer toy, because I really like, uh, like designer toys in general, and everything with these little figures. And um, yeah, that's my project, and that's my, the goal of the project is that get push them to physical production at the end. So, so exciting. Yeah. And I love the colors. I love the textures. I love the design. I love the droopy eyes and the mouth. I, uh, I'm sorry. I love them. I love them <laughs> a lot. I hope that uh, once this project will drop, uh, uh, hopefully end of January, um, it will be like kind of like successful and then I can get my either 3D printer or something that is a little bit like higher quality or get them like, uh, you know what I was thinking about? Plushy toys. They turn them into plushy toys or something like that. I actually looked up and it's possible. So you can just, there are companies who are doing these kind of things for quite a lot of money. But anyway, so if, if the project would be like a success uh, and these, these toys could be produced, that would be huge. So... I don't know if anybody did that before to use it kind of like a crowdfunding for designer toys, <laughs> but yeah, maybe that that uh, that is going to happen. And um, yeah, we have really funny. Yeah, we have three characters at this point, but I think I will expand the character set later on for for the next uh, next drop. And I also want to collaborate with people, so like. Um, you know, like fellow artists who want to like customize them, this little designer toy. And uh, that is also in the timeline timeline of the of the project, like second part of the next year, hopefully. That we can do it either physical, even either the physical toys, because I also have a lot of artists who are not doing NFTs like um 3D or anything, but they're doing like physical items. And um that would be very interesting too. 
to see what they create out of this different projects. So what I think about is that it's very versatile. So these characters are very, you know, designable or it would be so cute and maybe for for next year but um i am going to be creating wallets for my two little girls for for christmas um and you know i'm i'm probably going to be rebuying from secondary like some of my work but it will be super cute to have like nfts uh with you know with your toys and then uh the actual physical toy that matches the nft uh, so that we can display it on like, you know, the frame and, and, and also for them to play with it. It will be super, super great. Um, and anyways, I also think like the, the pricing structure, not to kind of derail from, from um, it's really smart and really like at an entry point. So I am already manifesting a sellout for your work. Um, <laughs> that and, would be amazing. You know, just so you know that the the gates are open here. If you want to come and once, you know, once the, the project maybe it, it's about to be released or after it's released or whatever it is, know that you have a space here uh, to come and talk about it if you want. Uh, you know, we, we've had uh, Sheila, which is one of our, you know, just favorite people in space. We had her as kind of like our second uh, spotlight artist, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. And then uh, this week she came back uh, because she released uh, or she's about to release her book. So know that this is a space for you uh, if if you are interested in coming back and, and talking about when this project uh, is live. Um, but anyways, just kind of in the interest of time, because we, we want to stay around the hour. Uh, I know that there is a lot of other projects that you uh, are cooking. Also, one being the, I'm pro- sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, the uh, Crypto Toxels. And then I believe that you also have a drop coming in OBJKT, I believe, and in non-origin. So a lot going on for you. And, you know, in the interest of time, again, I love for you to, to use the next few minutes, uh, you know, just talking about those projects. And I will also like to start inviting anyone in the audience uh, that's listening now to come up and share flowers or ask, ask questions. Uh, but yeah, sorry, just said a lot. Uh, but again, Anna, uh, talk about your OpenSea projects, the, open, uh, the, the Tesos project and uh, the non-origin project too. Uh, okay, so basically, um, the Cryptoxels, um, that is like a hundred characters that I minted on OpenSea. And um, I did not really like advertise it that much, but uh, a couple of them already found new homes, let's say. And that is part of the exoplanet, um, exoplanet storyline, basically. And uh, these are generative characters, but like with a little twist that I flip. Like I mirror mirror them, and then that's how how I mirror them. That that's how these characters actually came to life, and uh, that is one of the one of the projects I have on OpenSea. And I also have like landscapes from uh, from the exoplanet and some other interesting things. Um, if if anybody is uh, interested in in that, mm, on object I also have I have two accounts actually. An object one for generative stuff, and one for for my three D art and. Um, on object, I, I will continue my um, geometric pieces that in, in the upcoming few months, that's the plan. And also 
I created a collection which is uh, called the Parallel Universe. Um, I did not have this kind of collections in, uh, in um, on Hiketnung before, so now I have to put my my NFTs in a collection on, on object. And this parallel universe, this this goes back a couple of years. I always um, call this like a parallel universe where all these stories are happening, these strange um, landscapes and flying cities and, and, and everything. Um, I, I actually spoke about this. I think it was, yeah, earlier this year. Um, Kidbush 3D wrote an article about me and, and I already mentioned this in, in that article so this parallel universe goes really back, back already um, so that I, that collection I will actually grow in the next year as well, an object um, on own origin I have um, a 3D sculpture project going on, I think there is one left out of the three that I've minted like a month ago and some of those pieces in known origin actually exhibited live and to and, and one of the generative pieces I have there as well. Um, one was exhibited in London and the other one is, was in Manchester um, in the last month. So that was that was crazy and I'm super, super thankful for, for the known origin team that they actually picked two of my artworks so close to each other in time like in in time for these two exhibitions and I really felt like I'm spoiled really. And my my sister actually went to see the exhibition. That <laughs> oh, was amazing. Um, yeah, so that 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 um, I will continue this uh, this collections so non origin. And um, yeah, I think uh, I think I think this is on. Maybe I missed something, but these are all my platforms. I think yeah. I think uh, hi Anna. I think it's really I've been here hi. listening to the conversation, and uh, I'm really amazed at all the stuff that you do. And I love personally, like I really love all this, all the 3D and the 2D and the GAN and and all of that. I I love technology, and um, I play a bit with my photos with uh, Photoshop and transforming them and manipulating them. So I'm I'm really like a big fan of all of that technology that we can use to apply um, to our art. So I find your stuff, all of it, like really really cool and. Um, and amazing and I just um I don't know I mean I have a ton of questions but I'm going to kind of stick to what we were kind of last talking about um I was wondering so all the work a lot of the work that you do in in VR um do you do you also have your artwork in in like uh, crypto voxels or in those metaverses um that we find in the space because I I feel like all of that is just so perfect um, for this kind of space so that's kind of part one of my question if you've kind of integrated your your art into those spaces and and then my second question is um, do you think that it's going to become like more and more uh, important for us to to do work um, in 3D and, and VR using that VR technology and stuff because of the nature um, of the NFT space and and the metaverse that you know, it's like this whole new world that literally like we're, that we're into. So I was just curious about your thoughts um, about that and the direction maybe of that art might take in the future. Okay, so the answer of, of uh, CryptoVoxas, uh, for CryptoVoxas, I, that I don't have anything. Um, but I actually made an on-cyber uh, gallery for myself, like one for 
for my MetaMask wallet and one for my Temple wallet, but I I actually have to update them. But yeah, these are the things that I don't have the time for all the time. So this is on my to-do list, which is like a hundred items long already, including like writing an article about myself for a Hungarian magazine. But I cannot do these things. Um, so yeah, at some point I will get there that I will update my uh, my own cyber galleries. But I think about the importance of 3D and those things that you just said, I think it's more important than that you be authentic to what you're doing, you know? So not, not everybody have to do 3D. Um, actually, in the beginning of, at the beginning of this year, I've been hanging on uh, Clubhouse a lot. And there was a guy who actually tried to coach other people into like, yeah, you can start, you know, learning Blender and you can do 3D design and you can say this NFT. This is not how this should work, you know. So n- nobody should feel the pressure to do 3D just because this is kind of like trending uh, in the NFT space because of, um, for example, Beeple was a 3D designer guy, okay. But there are like million other people with kind of 2D design, which is so cool. Um, and hand-painted illustrations, for example, or photography, whatever. So you have to find what you are the best at and show that to the world. And it doesn't matter that it's not 3D. So nobody should feel the pressure to do something that they are not like that passionate about. If you are passionate about 3D, then yeah, you should push it like other 3D artists are, are doing. But it's not an easy, easy, how can I say that? There's a lot of learning when it comes to 3D, a lot of learning and every day. So it's not just something that you're doing two days a week. This is literally like all my, it, it, it's all my, like all my life, you know? Um, and I also learn like continuously new things, new apps, new techniques, um, everything like that but um, I also enjoy to these things and that's why I exhibit anything that I f- find like um, good enough you know like something that rep- represents my artistic uh, vision so I don't really mind that if it's a generative art or actually I like to for example draw patterns this is something new and uh, put them on like fabric you know like design like fashion stuff so maybe I will do more of that next year. And that has nothing to do with 3D. So these are, this is what I think about uh, um, CD design and its necessity in the 3D space. Yeah, thank you. Um, I agree with you. I mean, we all need to do the art that, uh, that we feel is, is our art. I, I personally find it just really cool. All the three D, all the three D and two D stuff, and and um, and I'm always super interested in 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 seeing it and and learning about it and and all of that. But I think that's what, just like you were saying, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I also find that that's the beauty also of the space that we're in, that it embraces all kinds of of um, of art and artists. And we have among us, I mean. Um, I see here, you know, Ana Maria, who's a poet. So there's just room for, you know, painters and sculptors and writers and poets and and uh, photographers and and everybody. So this is this is the amazing part. And then, you know, the collabs that happen like organically, you and Jimena, gonna, you know, that's so cool. So it's it's um, I'm really excited for that. 
sorry to put you on the spots again. <laughs> yeah, gonna do that. Yeah. And uh, then I had completely like I was just left really curious. So I'm gonna be like rewinding all the way to the very beginning of our conversation. And I was just super curious when you were talking about your dad and the musical instruments that he created. So did he physically create these different kind of um instruments that then would get played um I, I was just kind of was curious or was he just creating them as as art like drawing them or were they playable sorry they to go were, back to they the were beginning. totally playable <laughs> i did not uh, yeah okay i did not finish the like i did not tell the whole story but that was my dad's job that he was the founder of a museum of uh, musical instruments so he collected for for 40 years uh, musical instruments but on the side he was a crazy creative person and he created like um, for example a drum set out of uh, you know these rain pipes you know these metal rain pipes that go down the side of the house so that he turned into an instrument that you can actually you could actually play on um and like a trumpet that ended up in an ear and all kind of like you can't I can't even describe the amount of stuff but he had like a couple of thousand musical instruments at the museum um, when he retired so now there is another guy who's running the whole thing but there were like a lot of people and children with from schools uh, visiting with the class, you know, and they they spent an hour there in the museum playing on all kind of uh, musical instruments. So that's where I grew up, actually, in a musical instrument museum. <laughs> that's the whole that's, story about it. That's that's really really cool. So I thought I thought that they would be playable, but I I, I was just left with that curiosity the entire time because I was just I don't know why I was just like wow that's so neat. And then um, before we bring up um, any. Anybody who wants to, from the audience, who wants to ask us questions, um, we always also ask um, our our guests who come who come up. And I don't think we touched on it, and maybe briefly for the sake of time, you could tell us um, because you've had such an incredible like career. Like, how did you hear about NFTs, and how did you get into it? I was curious to know that too. This is a very interesting story because at the beginning of 2020, when nobody knew what is an NFT, I got an invite from Maker's Place. And I actually, before NFTs went mainstream, I had an account on Maker's Place for five months and I put some artwork there and nothing was happening. Like, And I was like, okay, why should I have this you know, profile when nothing is going on on this site? I did not know what this is. So I actually closed my account on Maker's Place before you know because before the big blast happened and people actually like stepped on each other's toe to get an invite to these sites and um then i sent them a message like hi guys you know could i have my profile back but it took a couple of months uh, until i could get my profile back and i'm actually not minting on makers please because there was some technical glitch in my profile and uh, at the same time, I got accepted to known origin, and I decided that okay, one one uh, limited uh, access uh, Ethereum platform is enough for me. So I already feel like I have some too much going on when it comes to <laughs> NFT platforms. I will stick to these ones for for now. Um, 
Yeah, so that is how I um, heard. But but I actually effectively heard about NFTs when everybody else in the community. So kind of like at the beginning of the last of the of this year. Yeah, that's uh, your story about makerspace. That's really funny. But I can totally see that. Totally, but I was crying at some point. Yeah, (laughs) I can see that too internally. No, no, but I can see that too. But you know what? Like when you don't know about the space, like when I first came into the space in March, there was a lot of things um, going on that I didn't quite understand or, you know, didn't have my head wrapped around. And there were, you know, certain things that now I look back, I'm like, oh, why didn't I buy this or that when when I could have? But it's it's just because, you know, at the point where you found yourself or where I find myself when I first started back in March, yeah, I didn't know. So it's, it's you know, it's, I think we're all in the same boat in one way or another when we first get into the space. It's all about learning and observing and then some some things we've got anecdotes to tell, like uh, like your example. So, uh, yeah, so I, um, anyway, so I don't know if um, people in the audience want to come up, have any question to ask, please make your request. And uh, it's been such a pleasure, Anna, getting getting to know you this afternoon it's uh it's been wonderful so um or danny i don't know if you have any little announcements to make if anyone put questions on the thread yeah i do have one last question and again i'm I'm amazed with everything i'm seeing from you with your expression and not just the manually sculpted uh, 3d art but also the, the generative art and my question goes to to, to the concept of exoplanet because one of the one of the one of the let's say uh, uncertainties that as creators we have in the space is trying to find a platform. But seeing your website, Anna, which I congratulate you for, I see you manage, or at least for for the reader, for the viewer, you look comfortable playing in each of the platforms. So. Is that my question goes as they there is one concept which is exoplanet and you have the one on ones in open sea and then you have an object uh, some other pieces and then you have also in non origins some other pieces of exoplanet are they in anyhow integrated to the concept and I mean of course they are the same concept but I, is, are they going to be uh, integrated in a in a narrative in a in a game that we will see or something um okay um so basically this is like a, a phase now for me and i don't know how long uh, this will go on or how many times i will return to to this but for now i really i really enjoy this creative adventure on the exoplanet <laughs> and that's why it's on all of my platforms because this is just what i'm what I like to like to create, and, and these are the artworks from the last two months, um, roughly. And now I'm, I'm actually taking a break from from generative art. I do like different, a little bit, like tiny bit, uh, different things. But um, and then you know you cannot do everything uh, at the same time with the same uh, amount of effort. And I had to learn a lot of new 3D stuff because of a work project and because I also have two jobs at the same time. So I had to get somewhere um, with my work project and I had to learn a lot so I did not have to, time for generative art in the last uh, last couple of weeks so now I'm pushing 3D part a little bit more. And uh, I'm also like a beta tester for this software and um, 
I'm kind of like involved with this whole uh, 3D with the with the in the in the creative cloud, like Substance Painter, for example. I had to learn it because I did not have to learn it. I just wanted to learn it because there was a contest I really wanted to participate in, the the sneaker challenge that they have um, till the 16th of December, I think. And um, I wanted to texture my shoe a certain way, but I did not know how to do it. So I actually started to learn Substance, substance Painter. And finally, I could get what I wanted with it. Um, so I, that's why the generative art is kind of like on pause at the moment. But I feel um, I will definitely get back to it. I just need a, a breather <laughs> that I don't uh, I don't necessarily have. But maybe in the Christmas uh, Christmas break, I will have some time for it. Because generative art is like a hobby, hobby thing, like completely hobby that doesn't is not connected. Oh, Trish, have a question. I. I mean, I don't totally have a question, Anna. I've just been seeing your art for a long time, and I was in like your photography rooms, and then just saw your um, your Gan work, which I love. And I'm kind of this new crazy psycho fan of the Gan <laughs> artists who are doing it well because I'm um, I'm a like working like full disclosure with a project called Impermanent Digital, which is a Gan. Um, 10k project that's like whittling down it's really a cool project and I want to keep it alive I think some of the 10ks that are like worthy of sort of keeping alive are getting buried by distractions but then that took me to I think that you've seen Wiley Styles work and I was working closely with him when he dropped and his his GAN work is just amazing and super right like Afrofuturist amazing and yours just like so feminine and amazing and just wanted to give you flowers and tell you I love it and remind people anybody who thinks that this like AI GAN work is cheating or um, a cheating kind of thing for artists which I hear a lot it's not it takes a lot of skill and talent to actually like train the programming to do what you want it to do and make it look how you make it look Anna and it's fucking amazing and I think it's beautiful Thanks. and I haven't been able to say that out loud. Like I've just tweeted now and again, but I just want to tell you that I was really excited to see you in this room. I was in a room before, like for elevating women, right. A women's space. And I love those rooms, but often, and I said this in the room, like we'll be sitting in a room with 200 people talking about, um, you know, how women can do better in this space. And meanwhile, there's another space going on with 21 people actually elevating this like amazing artist. And so, um, I felt like practicing what I preached in that regard. And I'm super happy to see you on stage and also really excited to be with Jimena because I haven't been on stage with Jimena in a long, long time. I, I miss you. I, I got, I you got some weird uh, bugs so my voice is all sexy and scratchy. Oh, it's hot. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I want to kiss you right now. Thank you. I knew it. Uh, anyways, I'll, oh, I'll whatever uh but i just uh just wanted to say trish that like these spaces are like you know are steady but like slow but steady like uh whatever uh, well just like you Jimena, yeah. slow but steady and i'm sorry where where was your art this weekend who were you who were you displaying <laughs> with and working beside like you have just done it and i feel like my hours are different than yours everything is different Yes. And um but I, I love you since the beginning of time here, Thank which was you. only a few months ago. But um Me too. Super, You're such a power. To see you two together. You're such a power of, of everything and um yeah, you're just such a power. That's it. And 
yeah, I, you know, we go way long back and I know it's been such a fucking journey in all many different ways. And um, I'm just grateful. And, and you're also full of wisdom and you've elevated people like in ways like Nyla. Wow. And it was just like a little like push and like, I feel like you have these like magic touch. And so it means so, so much that you're here today. And yeah, that's what we do here. You know, we connect with these amazing, amazing artists and like Anna Nader. And, you know, we just are lucky that they say like, sure, we're going to go talk to you. And they come and bless us with all this wisdom and knowledge and empowerment and we honestly, like, when I say we, Dana, Diana and Daniel are not really, like, seeking, oh, like, okay, who's going to come? It's just, like, like literally, it's just been happening. And, um, yeah, these rooms are really, really dope. And they're small, and nobody really kind of knows. And like I love like, the small rooms. That's everybody's all missing happens, out so, on, yeah, on the amazing true. people here. So, But anyways, uh, Anna, you're amazing. I know we're, like, three minutes past the time. Um I would really, really love for anyone else in the audience to come and raise their hand if if you like. Uh, you know, I see so many beautiful friends here, Coco, Andresa, Jazz, Shiloh, Anthony. Um, yeah, all of you. Thank you for being here. And um, yeah, and Trish, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I love to kind of wrap up the room, if, if that's okay, with my co-host, with Anna. Um, I love, Anna, if you have um closing thoughts maybe something we didn't ask you that you like to to you know just to to put out here for us to to listen to uh this is that time before we close the room um i actually wanted to tell something to trish quickly before we close the room uh that uh you know who picked up three pieces of my generative pieces from open sea was it Wiley or was it? No, from... it was oh. uh, the father of the creator of Ethereum. <laughs> what? Oh my yeah. god. No. So, yeah. Somebody sent me, somebody sent me a message on Twitter. That, Do you know? And he actually tweeted for his 35,000 followers that he, my art, my artwork, you know, he did not tag me, but somebody did who saw it. And I was amazed, like, you know, really, I think one of the cryptoxers, actually, one of those little characters that I have, the 100 characters on OpenSea. So, yeah, that's, that, that NFT space is really small. <laughs> you you, you small. never will know. You, you, you never know what's you, happening. Will you DM me that tweet? Or if you have time, like, pin it to the top. Uh -huh. I feel like that's something that deserves another push. Like, I want to definitely tweet that. That's amazing. Oh, Congratulations. I will send it to you. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, great. It, in the same way, I, yeah, again, I don't know if you know Wiley, but in the same way that I love Wiley's like futuristic work, like I love yours. It's just got that that feminine thing that um, we need so badly in art, especially, you know, futuristic kind of art. I just love it so much. Pink is also my favorite color. So all the pink pieces, you know, love. Oh, more will come, I, I promise. Pinky promise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Um, final thoughts. It's difficult uh, to summarize. But I wanted to say that if anybody feels like reaching out to me about CD design or if there is any question, you know, you don't want to ask like um, publicly, but you can just uh, just DM me and, and then maybe I can help you with something um, in, in this creative um, category, for example, or anything. Just feel free to, to contact me if you if you would like to. And thank you so much, guys, for, for inviting me to 
to this uh, to this Twitter space today and uh, let me share about everything that I'm doing. It means a lot, really. I hope I can give back to you somehow at some point. Yes. No, you like, no, you like a hundred percent zero. Like, don't feel ever like that at all. Like, uh, truly, like you are giving us. Like, you already pay us if you feel like you have to. You know what I mean? Like, this is uh, like this is truly a joy. Like, we're having so much fun. Um, and it's an honor to have you. And I really, really, really wish you all the very best. Uh, we're connected. I know that I'm speaking uh, on behalf of Diana and Danielle that truly anything that you need, uh, we're here for you. And again, if you want to come back in a couple weeks or a month uh, when your project launches, like this, you know, we're here for you. Uh, and again, like we turned this into a podcast for anyone that didn't know. Uh, just, you know, for anyone that, that's not able to, like, make it, uh, just go to whatever platform you use to download your podcast and search by NFT Outer Space Series. Uh, and that's us. You can release and, and you know, this, the, the kind of the audio is really raw in the sense that we don't edit it. We want these to be organic and real and, you know, just hoping to, again, just provide education um, for anyone just new to the space, especially, and, you know, that hasn't really had the opportunity to connect early on with a lot of these amazing minds. Uh, so we're just really spreading uh, the knowledge and, you know, the word here. And that's our mission in this space. So, Anna, we love you. Thank you so much. I I uh, really appreciate you and appreciate the offer for, uh, you know, anyone reaching out to you. So looking for, I literally almost fell down my chair when you talk about the collaboration. Uh, so I'm just super excited about that. I'll reach out to you. So exciting. I know, so exciting. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. And uh, yeah, thank you everyone for being here. Um, we're going to play a little bit of music. And Diana and Danielle, I'm sorry, I'm kind of going like, thousand times hour today but please and mike if you have anything to say uh please please do it and then i'll play some some tunes some music and we close the room but anna we love you thanks for being here and everyone that listen thank you thank you and bye bye mm -hmm. bye anna thank you very much for your sharing your expression your art trish great to see you here trish is also one of the first that i met in this space and i've seen the power of our retreat i learned it from you trish uh, mm -hmm. to say that yeah thank you retweet retweet people yes scan um, the room absolutely absolutely heartfelt connect and retweet others work because it will reach someone and can change a life absolutely that uh, and for everyone in the room uh we have a pop today because it is your time that is being invested here so we're very grateful for that depot mm -hmm. app is let's see if we can say it yeah depot app is outer space anna with double n in one word no capital letters outer space anna with double n but i'll let you know because Poab, uh it's been three hours and haven't sent yet the the codes so but that's the word so for everyone in the room, take note. We'll let you know once it's open that uh, we shouldn't take that much long, but still haven't arrived yet. Thank you very much for being here, Diani. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Daniel, for always organizing the pop-ups. It's amazing. And to everybody who, who was here, thank you so much. Uh, Anna, it was just an amazing afternoon with you. 
Hime, if you want to play the music, I know we're um, we're want to respect everybody's time, so go for it. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us or join these conversations live via Twitter spaces, be sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Look for our handles in the podcast description. Thanks again, and we'll see you again next time.